Hey, listeners, before we get started, if you're enjoying these episodes, you can actually check them out on YouTube in full video. You can just search Honest Ecommerce and you'll get pulled right to our channel. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for all the updates. You're going to do your due diligence, but regardless of how much due diligence you do, you're going to make mistakes. If you don't, you're not going fast. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Honesty Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, welcoming the show, the founder of Tether Tug, a unique interactive dog toy company, David Hayford. How are you doing today? Doing good, Chase. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing. Enjoying the uh, not sunny, very cold and rainy Ohio day. The weather doesn't like to make up <laughs> its mind here in the Midwest. <laughs> I understand. We got the same thing in Missouri. Awesome, David. You've got a pretty interesting uh, journey here. So you started out in healthcare and kind of evolved into the dog toy industry. Uh, how about you take us back in time and kind of walk us through that that time in your life? Yeah, you know, it's kind of a funny story because you just never really know where you're going to end up. Um, probably about seven, eight years ago now, um, a guy I knew uh, through my our daughters were friends with each other. Um, he wanted to start, he was a, a trauma surgeon, a retired trauma surgeon. He wanted to start up a medical consulting company. People would come to us, ask what, uh, if this was a viable product in the hospital, and we'd kind of bet it through, and we'd do some other stuff. And while we were doing that, we made some some health stuff for the pet industry, like paw spray, and first aid spray, and ear spray, stuff like that. And the health stuff was, was kind of crawling along. Anything in a hospital takes forever. But one day he comes walking in and he says, hey, we're going to make a dog toy. I'm like, no, we're not making no, no, we're going to make a dog toy. Now, this is seriously how the conversation went. I'm like, we're not doing this. This is crazy. We can't even sell the stuff we have. But because he's a trauma surgeon, so he has more money than me and he's taller than me, he said, no, we're going to go make a dog toy and we'll get it going. Like, all right, we'll see how it goes. So he spent a year kind of messing around with it, trying to get it going. And then we, I remember our first month, we sold 13 Heather Tugs. So we were all like, yeah, this is great. And, but it was just a, a kind of, I mean, it was a side hustle for our side hustles for something. We didn't know what we were going to do with it. But we hooked up with this company called Coupa. And Coupa is like a Groupon for pets. And they call, we were working with them. And as I remember it, we got a call on like Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving. And the guy asked me, he's like, so how are you guys doing on inventory? And at the time, we were like a bakery. You know, if you ordered six things, we made six of them. If you ordered 12, we had to order, we made 12 that day. Because I got orders for like 150 for you on Monday. Oh, I'm a salesman at Hartman. So I said, sure. Yeah, we got you covered. The thing is, Coupa had 150. Amazon had 150. Our website had 150. We come in on Monday after Thanksgiving. And we have orders for 400 units. And we can only make like 100 a week. So that was the day that Tether Tug went from being a little hobby, a little well, it's a cute little toy. They're like, okay, this is a real deal, man. People want it. And uh, that's when I went from being a working in the health consulting arena to I'm a dog toy guy now. Now that's awesome. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff in that whole journey. So the first part of it is um, you guys were kind of just iterating and, and building out these products at the beginning and didn't really know what you were doing. Like, did any of you have any experience with you know building products or like kind of you know product development? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, uh, 
my old partner was, he's a tinkerer. He likes to kind of mess with stuff. So a trauma surgeon's the guy when you get in a car accident, you come in the hospital and you get the bone sticking out and internal bleeding and stuff like that. And he just kind of puts you back together till the other doctors can fix you. That's kind of what he likes to do. So he kind of made a tether tug, but didn't really finish it, um, which is why it ended up with me because I'm the one who kind of finished it. But no, we were, we weren't in the pet space. I mean, we were truly jumping in blind. And it's funny as a, it wasn't that long ago, but seven, eight years ago, the, the, the availability of information wasn't there like it is now. I mean, there wasn't a Shopify to run to. I'm going to watch a thousand videos on how to do this. Um, it was a step-by-step, you know, picking up the phone and calling people and saying, how do we, how do we get to you and how do we get to them? Um, so it was, a, it was fun, but, but there was days it sucked <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, that's the that's the entrepreneurship journey. So you you said that you, when you launched the the first version of the tether tug, you got thirteen sales that month, and you guys were ecstatic about it. How did you get those sales? We uh, built a Facebook page and started reaching out through the little pet stores in the area to spread the word a little bit and get some likes about it. We did have a um, we had a web page, obviously, but and I forget it was like three pages. And I was like, here's your your home page, and then here's your buy. And it's funny, we made, at the time, we only had one toy. And it was a, we don't even make it anymore because it was so small. The, the, the core of our toy is a fiberglass pole. And we had no idea that there was all different kinds of strengths of dogs. We didn't even think that part through. So we'd get it out there with some big dogs and they'd just take our pole just and break it. Like, huh, we need a bigger pole. The so next one, next size up, next size. We're finally, we've got one that's like a telephone pole that a dog can't break. But we just did that learning, learning journey. Absolutely. And then, so you mentioned uh, after kind of the, the, the 13 sales in a month, things got a little bit serious. You're taking these dog toys more seriously now. And so you're, you've got your own direct-to-consumer line uh, through your own website. And then you're also selling on Amazon. And then you're kind of doing these wholesale deals, essentially with coupon or, or I d- didn't recall that one off the top of my head, the, the coupon for dog toys. Um, right. You know, what was the advantages of, you know, which today they pretty much call that like an omni-channel approach. Um, you know, did you have any foresight going into it, or were you just taking any opportunity that came along? <laughs> that's that's a funny question. Um, we the, the name of the company was Coupa, like the dog's paw. We like to say weird stuff like that. The pet industry. So when you're brand new, and man, this was a lesson learned. We we just went wherever there was money. So we had our website that was good. We put some stuff up on Amazon. But then we would get these emails, you know, from people who see our stuff on Amazon and moving well. We're still brand new. But they say, hey, we want to sell your stuff on Amazon. And I was like, right on, man. Let's go. Here's a, here's a credit card. There's a PO. Let's rock. About two years later, we looked up and I don't know how many people we had selling on Amazon. I'll say 30. And Amazon is a race to the bottom back then. So we had our website and then we had all these guys on Amazon who were just taking a dime off a quarter off and, you know, just continually flow down. That was probably one of the, the tougher lessons for us because once that happened, we had to shut Amazon down so that they wouldn't keep running it to the bottom because then it wasn't fair to the wholesalers. It wasn't fair to the people who were keeping map pricing for us. It was a tough lesson. Um, but yeah, initially, if you had a active, you had a good credit card, we would sell it to you. Not so much anymore. And now, do you guys still have a presence on Amazon? And I'm a, and if and if so, I'm just assuming that you guys are fully managing that yourself to make sure things stay the way you need it. Yeah. So we um, we've had a good journey on Amazon. 
like I said, we, we, we kind of dialed it back and there was a, so we wouldn't be just sending it out to everybody. A guy who worked with us for a while, he had a really interesting quote. He said, you know, anybody can sell on Amazon. Anybody can, but it takes somebody special to do it right. And what we did is I went back to one of my old customers who had, who we started getting initial sales from Amazon and I let her take off with it. I said, you're going to be, but you're my only one. So you know how to do it. You know how to do the keywords. You know how to get the orders processed. And we're just going to have you do it right now. And nobody else can fly. I mean, I probably still get a solicitation twice a week from people who want to sell on Amazon. And it's just, you just have to be careful on that one. It really is just a race for everybody to go there. And I've seen people who will still pop up a, a, a whole a retail store will show up and they're like, hey, we want we, we want to sell it here. So we're just going to go a dollar less than everybody else. You just can't. You got to really make, you got to protect your brand. Um, that was where I learned that your brand, I learned that Amazon's a commodity. The product on Amazon's a commodity. If people have a lot, they're going to reduce your price to get rid of it. Um, if they have a few, they're going to raise their price so they can slow the sales down. And you can't, manage that with a bunch of people doing it. You've got to control it. Yeah, that's great advice for people that are uh, trying to understand just the... Amazon is just a completely different monster than, say, your own website on Shopify. And we try to say that all the time whenever we're talking to, to clients and consulting. It's like, we're really good at the Shopify side of things. But then anything that's like in a marketplace like that, it's like, we're not the guys. We don't know what we're doing. Um, you know, <laughs> Sure, some things translate, but it's just a completely different uh, thing that to deal with, honestly. Yeah, that's a, a great point. I mean, it's and that's kudos to you to be able to actually admit that because you the two don't translate. I mean, although they're both online platforms, and you, I think real life you have to be on Amazon anymore. Um, not anymore. It's just you know we drive a lot of traffic to our website, and people will look at it on our website, especially us. You know, Tether Tug. I'll be most people who are listening to your show have never heard of us until now. So you want to go validate it, and Amazon's a good place to go validate a product. Oh, yeah. Um, whether they come back and buy it from my website or they stay on Amazon and buy it. Um, but I also know I'm the one who drives all that, all those people to Amazon because they're not going, Amazon, let me look up Tether Tech. just seems like some fun words. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, maybe Electric Eye can help. Our team has helped our clients generate millions of dollars in additional revenue through our unique brand scaling framework. You can learn more about our agency at electriceye.io. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E.io. Mesa is the easy-to-use answer for automating the everyday challenges of running a Shopify store. Find more aha moments when you're spending less time in the weeds and can focus on the bigger picture. With automations, you have all the power of code without the learning curve. You can easily customize how Shopify and your apps work with one-click integrations. From auto-tagging orders to sending order details to a Shopify customer database, Mesa connects your data where it's needed most. To put it quite simply, Mesa is a better way to work. So find your peace of mind and kick up your feet with a simplified workload to manage the everyday stress of running your Shopify store. Search for Mesa, that's M-E-S-A, in the Shopify App Store and download the app today. Free plan available with a no-cost setup included. We've talked about this before on our podcast, but returns are an absolute hassle. They're often costly, time-consuming, and complicated, but there's a better way to handle returns. Our partner Loop helps Shopify brands deliver hassle-free return experiences. Their platform empowers shoppers to process their own returns, creating a better user experience for both you and your customers. Plus, they encourage exchanges over refunds. They make it a lot easier for shoppers to browse through your entire product catalog at the point of return. 
It's a true win-win. Loop is trusted by over 1,600 Shopify merchants from side hustles to enterprise-level brands like Patagonia, Brooklinen, and Chubby's. It's time to transform your returns into exchanges. Learn more at loopreturns.com slash honest. That's L-O-O-P-R-E-T-U-R-N-S dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up your free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com slash honest. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Yeah, I heard that uh, from a lot of guests lately that um, Amazon is the necessary evil. It's, you know, something like that. But it's like you have to have your product there or at least some of it. So you have the brand awareness. So when people are searching for it and vetting you, um, that's almost like something that they they go and see if you are on Amazon if you have and if you have reviews there because they almost trust that more because it's such a big company that you right. can't get fake reviews which we all know is not real. <laughs> yeah, very true. No, that's uh, you know if there's something I want to look at that I'm not completely sure of the company and and unfortunately there's some stuff that gets jank out there. We've had our our websites what do you call it skinned once twice actually where somebody took. Instead of tethertug.com, they put tethertugtoy.com. They went to Facebook, created, bought a big audience, started putting ads out there. People were buying from that website that wasn't real. Um, you got to protect yourself. Um, so you got to be right. You look at the reviews, you know, ask a couple questions, see how long it takes them to respond to you. Um, look at the feedback on their pages. Everybody's trying their hardest to make it safe, but there's always going to be that guy. Now, uh, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you think would resonate with our audience today? I think, you know, if you have a Shopify store, I think, and I've heard you say this on your show, it's real easy to have a good product, but putting that product into action and actually making it happen, that's where the rubber meets the road. Um, good ideas are a dime a dozen. It comes down to how well you're able to put things together. Um, you know, and you can also sit on, you can do, you can go one of two ways too. You can be that guy who says, Hey, I've got a great idea. Go. And you take off. And I think that was kind of us. We kind of figured it out as we went. Um, then there's the other side that says, Hey, I've got a really good idea. And then they overanalyze it forever and forever and forever. And by the time they get out there, everything changes because oh my gosh, Shopify changes. The e-commerce platform world changes so quickly. I just, I laugh at, you know, it seemed like, it seemed like to me when we got on Shopify, I want to say it was five years ago. There was like 12 apps I could plug in. I mean, that was like, it. it was like, there was a pop-up app. There was a, you know, a, you could plug into MailChimp or something, you know, and now there's like thousands of them. It's overwhelming to find them. So, you know, if you're going to get into it, get into it. You know, then, you know, you're going to do your due diligence, but regardless of how much due diligence you do, you're going to make mistakes. If you don't, you're not going fast. Yeah. I mean, if you are over analyzing if you're just not making choices that's i think that's a lot of the people are scared to make a choice they're scared scared to fail so they won't even get started and it's like hey here's the thing you're it's you're going to fail 
at something, you're going to make the wrong decision at something. It's inevitable as it as is waking up in the morning. Like it's happening. So just do the thing and like then you'll start to learn from it and you'll start to make less and less uh, and your knowledge will grow. And then the one thing I know about this industry is people that start brands and even if the brand doesn't go and do what they want it to do, the skills that they've acquired building that make them extremely valuable in the workplace. Then they go work for other brands or other, you know, other startup mentality type businesses that it, it, it's just the learnings that you get from just doing it and starting it are invaluable. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's really cool how you can keep building on everything. You know, if you start with your product and then you look at, well, how do I get it in front of people? Well, how do I get it back in front of people? How do I engage them? And 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 I mean, I love that piece of the puzzle. It's how do you make this the most frictionless experience possible? Um, you know, hopefully anybody who has a company, you know, who's got a Shopify store, loves what they're representing. Even if it's you know, if it's T-shirts, you love the logos you're putting on it. You love what you're doing. But like for me, I take exception that our conversion rate is two percent. That means 98% of the people who went and looked at our dog toy didn't like it. How oh, come? It hurts my feelings. It's a great toy. Why doesn't everybody want to buy it? And that just drive to like, okay, so how do we get to 2.5? How do we get 3%? Um, what are we doing wrong? What, what are they seeing on the website that they don't like? You know, it's just, uh, you know, and it's funny. Anytime I'm on somebody else's website, I'm like, oh, I'm just pissing this guy off. You know, he's going he's gonna to have a low conversion rate because of me because I've been here four times. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Too bad. You know, but that's, uh, it becomes a great game. Yeah, I think that uh, some of us, when we're in the game too long, we start to we just, we're starting to play inside baseball with ourselves or something. We're like, oh, we're like that guy on the hot jar heat map. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you start thinking about what they're doing. Where can I go? How does this work? And then you start testing their chat, their their shopping carts. How does that work? Are they going to send me an email? What's their email say? You know, but it's 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 fun. It's, and, and I love the puzzle of it. I think that's probably my favorite thing. And then most part of keeps you awake at night. Yeah, I mean, there's no one way to do it. And that's what makes all these interviews interesting. It makes every project we work on interesting at the agency. It's just like, there's no right or... There's a few wrong ways, I guess. But there's like no <laughs> perfect way to do it. And it's always evolving. It's always changing. And people are finding new creative ways to do it better and faster. Uh, so it keeps us on our toes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think one of the things, you know, you asked if there's anything that you miss. I think it's just you got to find... You got to find that space that you dig. Um, the first wedding, or first, excuse me, first Christmas gift I gave my wife was a dog. Um, we're a family of dogs. We've had them all the time. Um, and I never thought I'd go and be in the dog space, but once I got here, it was really cool. You've got to find what you, what you dig being in. Um, I think, you know, to open up a Shopify store because it's easy, you've got to find your right your right mindset because uh, it is going to consume you. It is going to, and you got have to learn to talk the language. Um, you know, the dog people are funny. We have things that we have to say like, you know, have a positive day, but it's not the PAW positive. You know, the guys who run their companies are the big barkers or the head dog, or the lead dog. I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. I mean, they're, they're a fanatical group and, but you got to find a, you have to find the tribe that you embrace. Um, if it's skincare, you have to love that. If it's just simply shirts, you have to love the design and the culture you're creating. Um, and we love being with the, with the dog people. The dog industry is it's colorful. Um, and it's just, it's a fun place for us to live. 
Absolutely. And well, we talked all about this uh, this dog toy. So if people are curious and they want to they want to check out the tour, where should they go? Uh, they can go to tethertug.com and it's tether like a tether ball, T-E-T-H-E-R-P-U-G.com. We're on Chewy, we're on Amazon, but of course we love it when you come to to our website. If you come buy something, don't drive my conversion rate down, man. It just kills me. I'll be awake at night wondering why there's a spike and nobody bought <laughs> anything. Awesome, Davey. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. I can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business. You can find all the links in the show notes. Make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.